0: Back to what do we know? So, this is Rouge here. I am going to be your host for today's episode, and as always, I'm joined by Manny. Hi, and Sundas. Hi, and so today's episode is going to be about a topic that all three of us collectively chose, but I decided to take the lead on it and to host it. And that topic is drumroll, please. I'm joking. <laughs> the topic is the power of words. I mean, the power of words is such a loose term, I feel like it's such a big thing that we can talk about, but in today's episode, I've got a few questions that I'm going to pose to the girls, and we're just going to have a little discussion based on those questions. Mm -hmm. And... I think what I want to start off with, I guess, before we kind of dive into those questions is what is the power of words or why we kind of chose to do this? And there was a quote that I saw just, you know, I had obviously had a little Google about the power of words (laughs) and the topic and everything to kind of familiarize myself with other people's thoughts and obviously form my own thoughts about it as well. And I really like this. It said, if we understood the power of our thoughts, we would guard them more closely. If we understood the power of our words, we would prefer silence to almost anything negative. In our thoughts and words, we create our own weaknesses and our own strengths. Our limitations and joys begin in our hearts. I like that. Uh, I love that. Thank you for that
1: sermon. I loved that. I think yeah. there's
0: just so much in that, which is so true. And I think it's something that we can all relate to. And I just think in general, words, they do have power. They have so much meaning. And the meaning of words to every single person will always be different. Yeah. And when I say words, I mean absolutely anything. I mean, the words I'm saying to you guys now, the words we read, the words we hear. It shapes our life. It really because, does. You know, There was this example that I read and I thought, this this is so true. That the meaning of words, you know, they shape our beliefs and what we think about things and what we say and the emotions we feel. And there was this example that I read which said, you know, if you said the word fire while you're at a barbecue and if you said it when you're in the workplace and if you said it when you're in a cinema... You know, the reaction to that word in all three of those scenarios would be completely different. Yeah. And I think that puts into perspective how one word can mean so many different things, depending on a situation, depending on who said it. Context. Context is is key. But anyways, I'm going to stop rambling about words and (laughs) get into my questions now because... Yeah, probably want to hear the other girls talk too, not just a rouge. Um So, my first question is, do you have a favourite word? Or it doesn't have to be a favourite word, it can be a word that you like a lot, or you use a lot. So,
2: my favourite word, and the first thing that came to my mind, so I'm going to say it, is the word no. I say it to people, and people say it to me, and I think it's quite a strong <laughs> word that sometimes you... A, feel like you have to explain yourself and in certain situations, yes, you should explain yourself but sometimes it's really clear why you're saying no about something and people should just take that and move on. So yeah, I think no has two meanings. If it's said to me, then... I have to take it on the chin and walk away and solve my own problems or find an alternative way. And if I say it to someone else, then I think the important thing about having a word like no and just kind of referring to how you spoke about how words impact people is no doesn't always have to be negative. Mm-hmm. It can just be said in a way, in context to a person and understand what you're trying to say without being rude about something. But I think the word is no, and I think the reason why it came to my mind it's because I think I've learned to say no a lot this year, all for good reasons, um, just to make sure that I'm not just saying yes to everything, which is usually the opposite of no. It would have been helpful to say no the first time around. So actually,
0: mm. that's I get That's that. my word. No. It's
1: interesting to have it as your favorite word, though.
2: It is my favorite word. Maybe it was my word for 2019.
1: But I do like the context in which you like it. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I agree with that.
2: Wow, that that was very deep for... You for, for, for me. <laughs> That's very true. I'm, I'm a not so deep person, especially when it's
1: on this kind of platform. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, Manny, what's yours? Okay,
1: so. When I think about what my favorite word is, even when you said that question, there was nothing that immediately came to my mind. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I say that is because I love words. I think the value of a word lies in the context. So who says it and what they're saying to you and why they're saying what they're saying. So I wouldn't be able to tell you what my favorite word is, but I can definitely say that words have an impact based on the situation at hand or who has said it to me Mm -hmm. and why they're saying it. So there isn't a favorite word, but there are favorite moments in my life that people have said things to me or have taught me something Mm -hmm. or I've learned about something. But there's no favorite word. I wish I could just say something like no, because I like the impact of what you said, (laughs) because it is very impactful. Right. But when I think about a favorite word, literally nothing springs to my mind because I speak too much and I probably love too many. (laughs) Do you know what, though? I really like that
0: answer just because it's so you. Yeah. So I like that. It's, it's fine. hard to have a favorite word. It is hard. Like it's I, hard I've it's, never thought about it. it you're right. Yeah.
2: Everything is within it's
0: context. True.
2: And I took out no today because maybe
0: it's in the context. May, of yeah. The maybe life. it was right. relevant context. for
2: this morning. Yeah. Or, yeah. 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 Everything is within context. And actually there's probably so many words out there that are my favorite words but not in, until I cross them in that moment and on that day I you it never won't come know. to mind that yeah. there's always that beauty of when it does cross your mind you're like yes
1: yes absolutely that's true so I love that there is a meaning behind the fact that you chose no yeah. There is, it's not just a random word that you just chose out of the dictionary. It's funny
2: because when you asked the question, I sat there and I was like, what's the longest word that I know that's in my own vocabulary? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought. I was just like, the longer the word, the, m- the, the more word. the meaning. But actually, sometimes it's in those short, small words. That. That, Simple yeah, words. Yeah, that actually carry so much meaning
0: Definitely. and so much impact. <laughs> so with me, I, you know, I posed you guys the question actually. <laughs> and I actually struggled thinking of a word as well. And I did pick one. And the word I picked was serendipity, and it's quite <laughs> funny actually. It. I like
2: that word. I like the way it sounds. I love. I it. love the way it sounds. I love true. the way it
0: sounds, but I love what it means as well. Just yeah. the fact that things happen to you by chance, and things. This is good things happening to you by chance, and I think it's because I've experienced it in life. Definitely, and I just love the idea of serendipity. And yes, yeah, nice word. But anyways, you're right though. You like it because of the meaning. Exactly. Again, yeah. context. It comes. It does come back to context. So guys, let's go on to our next question, which is, what is one powerful word you have heard or used in your life? It can be anything. It can be something relating to a moment, a person. I think I might have something. Go for it.
2: It's not just one word. It's, it's more of an expression. Okay. Um, my expression is in the grand scheme of things. And I feel like <laughs> I justify everything I do in life, especially when things go wrong. I always tell myself, no, in the grand scheme of things, it's not a big deal. It's really insignificant. And I think that just gets me through life. life. <laughs> it really does. So it's not a word, but it's an expression that uh, I'm not going to say yeah, I live by it. But clearly it's something in the moment when nothing feels helpful and I'm questioning what I'm doing with my life or questioning a certain situation i have to take a step back and actually say look at the bigger picture because in this moment this feels so amplified and it feels like a bigger problem Mm -hmm. and just think about it next week and see if you still feel the same about it and if you still feel the same about it then think about it in about six months time and maybe something will change so for me Mm -hmm. it's always about in the grand scheme of things because we often get um What's the word? We, we create like a little rabbit hole for ourselves when we have something negative happen to us. Yeah. And we don't do the same when something positive happens to us. And sometimes we actually forget positive things quite quickly, but we yeah. will always dwell on negative moments. Yeah. And in those negative moments, you just have to just remind yourself that you've still got, well... It's hard to tell how long you're going to stay on this earth, but we all mm-hmm. like to think that we're going to see in the tomorrow. the scheme of So in, in the grand scheme of things, there's still a tomorrow. <laughs> yes. I so, love that. Yeah, that's kind of my expression. I really
0: like kind of that. And there. they are words. So you yeah. answer the question. Words that make
1: that expression. I really agree with that as well. I yeah. love it. In the grand scheme of things. Because a lot of things that we think are major are actually not in the yeah. grand scheme of things. <laughs>
2: I mean, think about the moment when we were all at school, and school is a real bubble. Like we we don't actually know what the world looks like. Yeah, definitely. And when we're in school, we just think life is everything. Our friendship groups are everything, and yeah, it's we, so we imagine true. what life will look like when we leave, and we we expect to be with the same group of people in the same town and so much changes. Yeah. So, yeah. But we never think about the grand scheme of things when when we're in school. We you always think about it. those big exams that we have coming up. We think about, oh, I can never want to break up with this friendship group. We're like <laughs> We're going to be with each other forever. And actually, when we look back, there were good times in our life. I wouldn't say my school was the best time of my life. I loved yeah. school. I've had better times in my life, definitely. I agree. But those group of friends that I made, when I see them, I'd absolutely always say hello to them. But are we those best friends forever that we thought we'd be? No. So, you know, it's just one of those. It's one of those things that you have to keep thinking of bigger things and dreaming bigger. Because actually, even in your moment, when you're doing well, there's still bigger things to come. You just don't know it. So don't, yeah, don't settle. And I think I'm rambling a bit. But yeah, it's just a sequence of events that just... When you look back at them you think, Oh, I never imagined that this this Definitely. situation would mm-hmm. come up. I never imagine I'd meet this person. But you don't know what's written. It's in you hindsight. don't know Yeah. You don't yeah, know what's completely. coming up. So just be open to it.
1: Yeah, I like that too, actually. I love the grand scheme of things. Okay, so my one is a bit it's kind of funny but also very relevant because I have personally felt the impact of these words. So I'm not gonna say one, I'm gonna say two because they okay. go hand in hand. It doesn't have to be one word. Okay, so when I was in my final year of uni, I was obviously applying to jobs. I was applying to grad schemes, and there were so many guys. I can't even tell you how many I applied to. In the end, it, <laughs> there was just so many. My email, my inbox was just full of, "You've submitted your application. You've done this, and you've you know like there've just been there were so many applications. Thank you was- for your application. <laughs> okay,
2: so that word thank you like just like what is that?
1: So I had a lot of these emails coming into my inbox and what I found was the significance between two types of emails and I'd either get an unfortunately, so an email that started with unfortunately that you didn't (laughs) get this position or a congratulations that you have been accepted into the next stage and it was just so funny that the way I was able to differentiate between the two types of emails just by that single word I can so relate to that and
0: I think I think so many people can relate to that <laughs>
1: yeah it was just I remember being in like the silent study of the library and getting these unfortunately emails and three literally three came on the same day and I just wanted to like I literally had to take a moment out of the silent study and process the fact that I'm Aww. not getting a job <laughs> it it's was really so hard. overwhelming but it's funny but it was so overwhelming yeah, at the time At the that, time, that exactly. right there
2: is the impact of words
0: <laughs> yeah you power know? of words
1: yeah it was it's actually funny thinking about it because guys don't worry I did get a job but it was just <laughs> funny because at the time it felt like oh my god everyone is saying no but also remember that whilst everyone is saying no there will be one person that says yes and that will change the course of your life absolutely and you'll be grateful for that yes And another thing I just
2: want to add to that is most of those emails are automated. So even when you open it, while that word unfortunately really hits you hard and you're like, wow. Just a computer. Exactly. I've taken that so personally. You know, John, I thought you really liked me. You made (laughs) me feel so welcomed in that interview. And then suddenly you just read it and you're just like, this is such a generic email, but it has... I'm, I'm not going to sleep well tonight. Yeah. I'm
1: going to... A lot of these were just the application though. So I had never met... I hadn't had interviews. It was just submitting my application. The whole
2: process is overwhelming. Yeah, and those it words... is of course you know when, when they say well done you've got to the next step you're like yes then you know it's a hurdle but yeah the excitement of saying well at least i got to stage two yeah. and then when you drop off you're like oh, okay oh, yeah.
0: there's the thought of like but i came so far come yeah. on get me to mm. the end so yeah i think it's because we never reflect on these kind of experiences or words which is why we like, we're sitting here and we're like oh my god you know what it does have an impact and it's yeah. because how many people sit down and think think about the words they use in everyday life it's yeah how many you know.
2: times do we meet up and say we got to the stage two of that application we just say yeah we're just applying for jobs yeah that's yeah. what you, you say in that want moment you to know though but inside you're just like dying like there's
1: absolutely nothing in my inbox nobody has said <laughs> come in for another interview <laughs> at the time I just felt very overwhelmed because I was also studying I was revising for my exams, so I felt like I was going to graduate regardless of what actual degree I got and then I would have nothing out of it <laughs> it was just uh, an overwhelming thought
2: i think it's because we're so used to having something in place before like next we step finish something yeah like when you finish sixth form you know what your next step is before it takes place
1: mm-hmm. so it's just, just funny because yeah. the word unfortunately so much was riding on that word i have so much sadness on that word
0: oh manny <laughs> no but it's,
1: an, it's a sad word yeah, right of course it no is. one ever says unfortunately in a good situation in a good
0: situation it's true yeah I loved your answers guys those were good words and good meanings behind them so my answer for this is it is one word and it's something that I love and I know that as soon as I say it anyone who knows me is going to be like of course she said that so my word is history oh of course course she she said said
2: that
0: (laughs) (laughs) and I mean history in such a broad context in terms of you know, what it means, what it is. Not just, you know, the subject that you study at school, but to me, I feel like it's one word that has so much meaning and so much impact because it's relevant to all of our lives. To every single person on this earth, your present will one day become history. And to me, (laughs) this is my personal opinion, but it's such an important thing to learn from, to realise things. It could be the history of, of anything. I don't just mean knowing how many wives henry the had or what happened in the plague or this kind of generic historical stuff which is is interesting sometimes but i mean it in terms of anything that you find passionate like for me it could be the history of of sport the history of you know where i'm from it could be anything the history <laughs> okay. of art or anything that people find interesting it always has some kind of historical context to it and i think we're sitting here today because of our ancestors and because of there is some sort of history to us. It's such a big word with such a big meaning and such a big context. And we learn so much from our history and it really shapes our present and our future. So it I, does, love, yeah. I love that word. It's yeah, a powerful word and it's a powerful thing. You know, when you say history, I never really think about it except the way the we subject. study it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. So I love history, naturally. I've always loved it when I've been studying it and stuff, which is why I use the word now. But I think... I don't know what the right word is to describe, but there is this kind of idea that history is just boring. Stigma. and That's it. Uh, stigma. Not I don't so much. I stigma. think there's
2: this... When you have studied history as a subject in a school then it has that kind of stigma, maybe. Yeah. Or there is just this idea of what history is about.
0: If it's something you find if interesting. If it's really generic
2: in my eyes, and I think the, what we used to learn about in school, mm-hmm. it's just so embedded in us. And I just, I understand the importance of it, but I just feel like it was just such a one-sided... Of
0: course. Opinion, but why- argument
2: and um, sequence of yeah, events.
0: absolutely.
2: And now when you connect to different cultures and you learn so much more outside yeah. of the classroom, then you think, wow. There's so much more there's to so this much more. Than what was I'm history so But this is why
0: I picked the word, yeah. because I think it doesn't just relate to you sitting in that classroom and learning what you will learn on a syllabus. History is, you know, it branches out to every corner of the world. So that's why yeah. I picked that word, because it's powerful and it's great. It is history. powerful. It is. So moving on to the next question. Can you think of a situation where words have changed something in your life? It's actually funny that Aruj mentions this one because she's
1: she was the one that reminded me of this and I always say how significant that moment was in my life. Mm. I will always remember that moment. I'd even say to the extent that I wouldn't be sitting here recording a podcast if it wasn't for that moment and the course of events yeah. that followed it. It was basically when I was at un I was at school, sorry. I was at school and I finished my A-levels and I actually failed one of my subjects so I couldn't go to uni and I wasn't that sad about it to be honest I was fine with it I just felt like oh yeah I'm gonna open my own bakery I have all these ambitions I remember this yeah I was so excited (laughs) to just I don't know be an entrepreneur or something cool and crazy but my mum my mum was like no you have to go back to school finish your A-levels and go to uni and she genuinely like made me go it was just a significance of that act, and I didn't realize how fundamental that would be. So I went back to uni. Sorry, I went back to school and I finished school off, and then I got into uni, and I didn't really care about it that much. But the way my life has changed since uni. I cannot even articulate it. I had the most incredible university experience. I made such good friends. I learned about a very cool and important subject. And the person I am today and the work I do today and everything that has led up to this moment, the moments and experiences are had as a result of uni the fact that I went to China there's so many <laughs> things that have happened as a result of the fact that my mom made me go uni yeah and yeah. that day is so significant in my mind because I was so I was so heartbroken that she didn't let me make the decision for my own life mm-hmm. uh, I felt like why can't you trust me to do this bakery I really feel like yeah, I can I do remember it this. <laughs> and she didn't and she just wanted me to have a quote unquote backup, you know just like parents do right mm-hmm. and it's just funny now because every single time I talk about this story she's like oh so what did I say because she was right <laughs> she was so right and I always tell her oh my god mom, you are so right I'm so grateful for you to have made me do that you know like yeah. I think as children sometimes we are told to do things by our parents and sometimes they'd say in the best of interest but they don't actually know us and that's okay that they say things and that you should follow what you want to do but sometimes they are actually right they know you more than you know yourself she knew that I'd like to pursue education she knew how much I loved studying and the fact that I wanted to make this decision on a whim based on one grade was just so sad and she knew that about me and I just find it so interesting that my whole course, my whole life has changed because of the fact that you said yeah. that. Yeah. Because everyone else, sorry, everyone else agreed with me and just said, yeah, you open your bakery, you do that. Everyone said that in terms of they believed in me and they felt like it's okay. If you don't want to go back to school, that's totally okay. But no one really said to me, you have to go back. Only your mum has that power, right? Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting. I
2: love that. Find your own place. Yeah, I had the that. best time.
1: I can't thank her enough for
2: that. Yeah.
0: No, I love that. Thanks, when mom. this
2: happened, at this Aww. point, I... I kind of knew you were going to go to uni. I knew something would come up where you'd be like, yeah, why? Why am I even questioning this? Of course, I want to go to uni. But I was also that friend that I thought, if Manifa wants to open a bakery, she definitely will. (laughs) Either way, you would have definitely pursued what you would want. And maybe you would have done uni later, but maybe
1: they would I agree with that
2: in the in the right way
1: I agree with that but the reason why I say uni was so significant to me was not just because of the education I got it was the person I evolved to be the way I've changed the way my character has developed the way I speak everything you know so So many things so many things I learned and I didn't realize it at the time it wasn't like a one day oh my god I came into uni and I learned this it was over time this is what you build and this is what you grow and it just wouldn't have happened if I didn't go to uni. Yeah. That's how much I feel like it impacted me.
0: Yeah. That's a good reminder. I know it has. Yeah. Definitely yeah. that's why I reminded you because
1: It was so true. When <laughs> Aruj said that I was like, Yes, that is so true because I always say it to mum. Thanks, Mum. <laughs> so this
0: what is your answer?
2: I think everything that I'm saying in this session really sounds like the only person I have a conversation with, the only person I confide in is myself. So I'm just having a <laughs> one-on-one conversation with myself. But I I'm just I, I guess I'm trying to figure out who this individual was in my life that said this. I, ha- I think I have a fair idea who, of who I had this conversation with. Again, it's not a particular word. It's an expression. And I think I, I do just say it here and there and everywhere. It's just I live by it kind of. Um, is, it is what it is. You can't, yeah. you just can't change certain things. And you can cry about it, you can feel really anxious about it, you can keep repeating the problem and it's not gonna go away. Sometimes you just have to accept it and find another way.
0: So this is really dropping these expressions and stay there. I know <laughs> super deep love from her. Is
2: just expressions and yeah, no, I think that's what it is. It is what it is. I love just it. When th- things are really great, celebrate them, go have a party, just honestly make the most of even the smallest good thing that happens in your life. But have cake. Yep, cake is always good. I'm more of a savory person, so chips cheese, crisps. <laughs> Um, Sorry. Yeah, we, 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 we were, talk about food. I, I, I said to Aruj at the beginning of this um, been recording, an hour we just got into food. Yeah, you That's know what's good for us? Can we have a little record of how long it takes before <laughs> we, we mention talk food, about food. <laughs> in each session? Um, so yeah, I guess my expression is, it is what it is. And you know what, it's easier said than actually done because I'm probably coming across as a person like, yeah, she she really knows how to get over things and move forward and she's so unbreakable, but really I'm not. I, I will have a good cry when I need to have a good cry, but... In a moment when things calm down, it always comes back to me. It is what it is. And you just have to But I love
0: that you have that thought in your mind and those words. I
2: just remembered who it is that said this to me. And she better be listening to my podcast. And if she doesn't, I'll definitely forward this episode to her. Um it's my friend from uni called Deanera. So Dejanera, my friend, who I kept calling Dejanera for <laughs> such a long time, well, not a long time, but she she didn't tell me because she thought, oh, poor, like, you know, she doesn't know how to say my name properly, but she was literally taking the piss and thinking, when going is she actually realize? going to say my name properly? Anyway, <laughs> she's someone that kind of, she's, you know, she'll do what she wants and what pleases her and it works out for her. And we're two different people, but sometimes she's a good person to speak to. And in a moment when I have self-doubt and I speak to her, she'll just turn around and say, listen we're gonna die one day this is literally what she said she's like we're all gonna die one day nobody gives a f go do what you want and I'm like thank you that's all I needed to hear I'm gonna go and do what I want and she said it is what it yeah. is, it is what it you know is. What I like that. that in
1: moments like that you need someone to tell you that yeah. even though you Sometimes know it you have to
2: say it bluntly yeah, yeah. you just I mean,
1: need that affirmation yeah that's exactly yes.
2: that's the word that's what we need that moment of just amazing yeah friends that help you to not overthink are good friends to have definitely um, for sure shout out to you d i've got other friends that will be like sorry out of all of us you decided to choose her <laughs> <laughs> no i i love you all oh
0: no i love both your answers again i keep saying that but i, I love them I yeah i agree with both love what you said and i think i definitely relate to it as well so my answer to that question would be to talk about A change that took place about five years ago so in 2014 I decided to start wearing a hijab and I thought that's kind of a nice change that I can talk about where words did have an impact on me and it wasn't necessarily words that someone said to me although I do remember having a conversation with my mum I remember having a conversation with my sister when I decided but it was something that there was a lead up to it obviously it didn't just happen overnight and it was more me sort of interacting and reading and hearing words, you know, to do with my faith and just having that understanding and that deeper connection spiritually. And once I got that, it was just like such a natural decision for me to make that I wanted to wear it and I wanted to do it for myself. And yeah, it was just a really nice change that happened in my life. And for me to say it's been five years, it feels like it's been my whole life. Yeah, it really does. I don't remember you without it. Me and Manny were talking about this today and she literally said, when we were younger, obviously, I never used to wear it. And I thought, what? Like, I can't remember my life of me not wearing a hijab, which is yeah. crazy and it's beautiful. I love it. But when I think back to that five years ago, it was, it was a really nice kind of period in my life because i just finished sixth form. I was about to go to university. I was kind of, uh, that was a really, really fun summer that I had. It was probably one of the best Ramadans that I had because it was over the summer holidays. Mm-hmm. I think that played a big part in it because just the spirituality of that month and that feeling of, you know, having that connection and having that played a big part. Mm. I think the words that I was reading and listening and even talking to people about was just, yeah, it changed me. And it was, it was really nice. So if that's my answer. I love yeah. that. <laughs> you know, that. I've actually never heard this story.
2: Yeah, no, really? Yeah, I guys. just remember
0: you just I just
1: because you used to wear it in classes and you used to wear it a lot it just wasn't every single day it wasn't
0: permanent yeah yeah. it was kind of obviously if I had to go to the mosque or if I had to go to a religious class you know it's respectful to go with your hijab on so obviously I'd wear it and we've been doing that since we were very young yeah um but it just was the fact that I didn't wear it permanently and for me it was always you know one thing my mum always said to me although I knew that she she did want it for me but one thing she's always said was you know, don't wear it if you don't understand it or don't wear it just because I'm saying, you know, a rude, you should wear it or because your friends wear it or because, you know, th- it has to be your personal choice and your personal connection to to God and your faith. And for me, I think a big thing for me was that once I wore it, it that was it. Like I had to it had to be it was a commitment. It was forever. Mm-hmm. And it's a big, yeah. Yeah, and it it was, a big thing. Yeah. And it is a big thing. I think that's why it took me so long. Maybe, I w- maybe I would have worn it sooner, but I just didn't have that understanding or connection that I yeah. needed. And you know, it wasn't just a light bulb moment. It took like a couple of months. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I've never looked back since. It's amazing. That's amazing. That's
2: really good story. That's Aw, nice. Thanks. I like that. I, I really didn't know. About I know. That. I can't believe I, I, I never told I you guys. I was sitting there and I was just like, no. What did Rouge look like before she wore a
1: headscarf? Like, See, me behaving like mean. I don't know what don't she
2: remember. looks like without a headscarf. We <laughs> I mean,
1: know, but, but it's just—it yeah. feels like five I remember Rouge when she was really ago. little, and yeah. then it just felt like the, ten the... years ago, twi- like yeah, it's it just felt like yeah. ages ago, not just five years. It's, it's just, just... a lot of childhood together. That's so crazy. We've grew up and together. in
2: different friendship groups as well. Like I can't believe <laughs> so this funny. is happening today. I
1: can't believe this is happening. This is such a dynamic. This is two point one. This is a
0: two point one. So guys, the reference to (laughs) 2.1, can we explain that?
1: Should I explain it because I coined it? Let's not make you edit 50,000
0: miles. Mm. So let's (laughs) move on to the next question and we'll come back to 2.1 another day. Um, So this is my last question to you guys. And it is to do with words, but it's a positive question to do with words. Mm -hmm. And the question is, what do affirmations mean to you? Or what Um, are some affirmations that you... do? it is what it
2: is, is a type of affirmation. Yeah, and you said that, I guess you? what it does is, it just manifests that courage I need to just do what I need to do 100%. and not overthink it. So, is
1: that a short? I, sweet I just answer? yeah, that's a short and sweet answer. <laughs> okay, so when I think of affirmations. It's generally something that you say in negative moments because you don't need affirmations when you're positive or when you're happy. Mm -hmm. It's good to reassure yourself. But that's the way I think of it. I feel like I need affirmations when I am going through something or it's a low or it's just not a good day. So I need to reassure myself that things are going to be okay. And when I think about that, when I think about the bad things that have happened in my life or just generally bad things happening, I always remember that everything happens for a reason yeah and it's probably the only thing that is constant and that gets me through life sometimes because even in the worst of situations there is actually something positive to be taken from it and you might not think of it at the time it might be the worst of worst things but you grew as a person or you grew in character you became stronger what doesn't kill you makes you stronger right so I just Kelly, Kelly Clarkson. Clarkson. <laughs> But yeah, so that's the way I think about life when I'm going through difficulties and the most important affirmation I have is that everything happens for a reason. I love that. Again, with the dropping these going, words out, we are going It's in. a power of words, right? Yeah, I, power I, of words, I, I didn't know
2: that I had so much to say about it. I I'm happy well. you did. You knew uh, some of had wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> wow okay <laughs> well I found out today as well <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank
1: you for creating a space
0: where I've learned something Thanks, weird I truly like the
1: context of this episode oh yeah.
0: so <laughs> my answer to what affirmations mean I think two words that immediately come to my mind when I think of affirmations are assertion and encouragement and there's probably a lot more words you can you can kind of relate to what affirmations are but actually encouragement is a big one because I feel like it's almost you encouraging yourself to kind of remember that no matter what's going on like Manny said you know you could be in the worst of the worst situations or anything could be happening or you know it doesn't have to be something that's bad or worse but it could just be you reminding yourself why you want to achieve something or you reminding yourself of good things it's like patting yourself on the back almost. Yeah. Or just, you know, giving yourself that boost or that moment of, you know what, this is what is good in your life. And this is what you can do. And I think it's important to have that because sometimes we do kind of need to take a step back and realize that not everything is as bad or as crazy or as hectic or whatever we, th- whatever we think in our minds. It's not as crazy as it is. Mm-hmm. And taking that step back and having those positive affirmations in your life does that for you I think Mm -hmm. I think another thing I wanted to add was that gratefulness also comes under affirmations for me so I love this kind so this is something that I've implemented into my life and I love doing this and I'm telling you guys it does change the way you think of things okay so every night before you sleep no matter what kind of day you've had you could have had an amazing day you could have had like the worst day ever but every night before you go to sleep think of three things to be grateful for it could be something as simple as, you know, I'm grateful I can breathe because, you know, I'm living for right. Exactly. Right. But just think of three things that you're grateful for and go to sleep thinking of that. It does make you feel good and it yeah, makes I like you that. feel happy. It's so true. I think it just brings it back to the fact that everything will be OK and everything is OK because life's better than we think. And I think being grateful for things just brings you back to that. It reminds you of that. Yeah. So that's that's me and affirmations. And that brings me to the end of my question. Ooh. I wanted to actually add something. Sorry, that might did. be a
2: topic for another episode. One that gives the audience something to think about. But what about the power of silence? So by the power of silence, what I'm talking about and the most obvious example I can give you right now is what's currently happening in India. We have a situation where we had high figures, Bollywood actors, that took their Twitter platform to support the current government that's in place. They literally supported his entire campaign and were really open to supporting his ideologies, his policies. And these same individuals are also holding the titles of being UN ambassadors. Um, you know, that they want to be known as philanthropists. They go to a neighbouring continent to do humanitarian work, yet they have serious issues in their own country that they should be addressing and there's a huge rise of fascism in India where they are openly discriminating against and targeting Muslims through the means of violence and nobody's speaking up it's just so bizarre that you know in one face these so-called um Bollywood actors can hold the titles of um being you know goodwill ambassadors for um, humanitarian work and in another face they are literally, openly supporting a fascist government and completely being silent on on issues that are taking place in their own country
0: on that in that context of silence and what's happening in india i think we can we can it's so sad but we can put that to so many different countries in the silence really of the good. world
2: Definitely. yeah i just thought the power of silence is very relevant to this moment we're living in
1: tbc yeah. yeah. that's so significant because i was thinking
0: of it in a completely different context yeah. but that context is also very crucial yeah i agree so that brings us to the end of our questions. We're not finished though. Yeah. I have one little thing, other little fun thing I wanted to do, which is I have found five words, which I've never heard of these words before, guys. And I want you guys to try and guess or tell me what you think they mean. Okay. So word number one, ineffable. When you can't describe something in words.
1: I actually know that I used it in philosophy once. Amazing.
0: Yeah. Something yeah. too great to be expressed in words. Is that what it, that's yeah. what it means? Girl, okay. that's your point. Word number two is. Oh, I'm keeping score. Petricore. Petricore. Petricor. No, petricore. No, Can I. You use the word it. in a sentence. Yeah. It's. I should just tell you. It is the pleasant earthy smell after rain. Wow. <laughs> I hate that smell. I hate that smell too I know, I know exactly what right. that smell I means. I think they used not not the word
2: pleasant. pleasant. <laughs> yeah. Who wrote that? Meaning definitely wasn't
1: us. I smell of that. I used to smell uh, of that at uni all the I, time. Yeah, and I, I can just smell just tell people, that of people, but I can also smell the atmos- damp.
2: Like
0: it's like yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? When you get out of the car, it's country, just you're the like, grassiness. The grassiness. It's, it's just, just. I yeah, think, I, f- I feel like it has yeah, a bit of a, as
2: well. an element of the concrete. Fr- mm. Yeah, no. Okay. I, okay. Concrete I say I smell
1: of outside at uni, and it was just this smell. I'm not even joking. I used to smell of this all the time. you
2: go. You better write it down and say I stink of yeah
0: petrichor. Petrichor. So. Word number three is phosphine. Uh, Wait, say that again? Phosphine. It's spelled with a P. It's PH. Phosphine. Photosynthesis. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I had this conversation or maybe, no, I think it was another word. No, sorry, I have nothing. Mm. So this is the light and colours produced by rubbing your eyes. You know when you rub your eyes and you see those lights? You see those dots and colours.
2: It usually obstructs obstructs the the view of my Netflix show.
0: There's two more words left oh My god, guys. Okay. This next word <coughs> shook me a little bit cuz I was like, "What?" Okay. It's it's funny, but it's also not funny. Defenestration. I've heard of this, but I can't remember. Can I just say my brother knew what this meant?
2: Defenestration. Okay, put it in context. It's the act
0: of doing something.
2: It's oh, bizarre. De- okay, so what well, like putting your grandparents in a headlock? Nobody does that. That's <gasps> weird. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> Act
0: of doing something and it's really weird. So I thought of the weirdest thing. Wow. Okay, I wasn't expecting that. (laughs) Should I tell you guys? Should I tell you guys? Okay. It's the act of throwing someone out of a window.
2: What? (laughs) That's so weird. That's so crazy. (laughs) Defenestration.
0: Defenestration. Why is that even a word? Why
2: is that right? Who Who throws people out of the windows?
1: Defenestration.
0: So last word. I love this. sonder With an S. S O N D E R. Sounds like I'm on a spelling bee.
1: Is it like somber?
0: Yeah, but with an N.
1: No, I mean, is that what it's like, the meaning? Oh, no. Put it in context. Just let her It's realising. It. I should just tell you.
0: Yeah. The realisation that each passerby has a life as vivid and complex as your own.
1: But that would wow. require
2: me to be a really deep person. Oh, yeah, happen. you have been deep
0: today. This is insane. This word. This, isn't this you know what I, I
1: do sometimes, guys? I literally, this and not sound so weird, but it's a real thing. And sometimes I sit and have lunch or coffee, and I literally just people watch. People um, do that. Ah, I love people no, watching. No, 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 you don't get it. Like, it's so fascinating it to see people live
0: their lives. And the fact that I will never see that person again, but... You just put your phone down and literally observe people exactly. around you. Exactly. It's that kind of context. It's actually really
1: fascinating. <laughs> no, Think about it next time. You know what I
0: do the time.
2: same? It's usually when I'm avoiding an email, I just look out the window and I just look down. And as the cars are passing and people are just going into the local restaurants near my workplace, I'm just like this is so fascinating. Let me follow the person with the red coat. And then I see another one. I'm just like, oh, she looks like she's going, oh no, she's meeting someone. And then I, you know.
0: But yeah, those are the five words. Okay, guys. So that almost <laughs> brings us to the end because we just have our what's on your mind segment. Yay. So
1: girls, what's on your mind? I think mine is actually really significant in that I'm speaking about it in the Power of Words episode because it's something I've spoken to you guys about and I've spoken to so many people about. And it's the fact that Most people, when they are doing something for themselves or thinking about themselves, they're often seen as being selfish. And sometimes you can really just do things for yourself and not be selfish. You have to think about yourself before thinking about others because you can't give everyone else your best self without making sure you're healthy first and your mind is right and your physical health is good. And the reason why I bring I bring that up is because often so much of the time today, people are known as being selfish, but they're actually just thinking about themselves. And it's not exactly negative at all. Yeah, you're not being selfish. It's actually something that is meant to be seen in a positive light. And what I was trying to think about was, so what is that word where people think about themselves and are not considered selfish? Mm. And guys, did you find out what it I is? I found, found the it. Word. Okay. And it's selfful. so oh, I think it's high sure for You didn't say that. You you didn't s- we say said, that. we said. So, guys, um, we've had
0: this discussion before, and that's why we're talking about this. I've spoken about this
1: so much to so many people, and I found it so significant. Like, I don't, I don't hear the word selfful ever. I don't hear it enough, and it should be. We're going to hear it all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I love it, and I, I don't know if it's in the Oxford Dictionary, but it's definitely a word that it's people in our use. Dictionary. Yeah, mm-hmm. so guys, that's on my mind, and I think we all need to be a bit more
0: selfful. Love that.
2: I think I already am, so in this but awesome. I I just classed it as selfish. But thank you for giving me a word where now I can spin Justify. it on a positive way. Yeah. What's on my um, mind? What's on my mind? Okay, a <clears throat> couple of things. Do I only one get to say one? Thing. You've got one. Oh, should I go thing. for both? Are so significant in my life. No. <laughs> um. So I have literally three days to finish a book that was that I picked up and started reading at the end of 2017. I'm definitely going to finish it in this decade. We're ruined, so three days till um, the new about. year. And now I don't have that much to read, but um, I guess left. I need to sit down somewhere in a coffee shop and just, just read. Who wants to join me?
1: After you finish your edit.
2: Oh yeah, damn that edit. <laughs> Yeah, Amazing. that's that's probably going to roll me. No, honestly, year. guys,
0: let's do this tomorrow. I can't wait after. for you to I can't wait for you to finish your book. Actually, <clears throat> yeah, so that's because we want to read it next. Yeah, <laughs> we'll read. We will both read it next year. <laughs> we'll see, won't we? We will see.
2: We will see. We'll give
0: you guys an update on that. I yeah. will
2: give you an update on that. These
0: these ladies
2: too. are way too ambitious. Trust really? me, it's not because I was struggling to read that
0: book. It's just finding the time. Trust I me, girl. Have time, I I've commute. told you. So, what's on my mind? Um, something I was thinking about actually a few weeks ago and then it came into my mind again and I thought about what I'm gonna say for this segment is a phone detox. So basically I had a conversation with someone who wanted to do it um when they went on holiday and it made me think about it and I thought, you know what's crazy is I'm well I'm not always on my phone, but imagine just putting your phone away and just completely detoxing from it and not going on it for just 24 hours. Like that's insane. Because when yeah. I think about it, I'm like, oh my God It makes you realise how much you go on your phone, even if it's to kind of just check Twitter or not even check anything. You might not even have notifications. I mean, my phone's not buzzing, but I still go onto it to check it. And yeah, I'm thinking about doing like a little detox one day. That's really interesting. Yeah, see how it feels. I like that a lot. See how it will impact my day. So
1: I don't think I've done a phone detox, but I've done a smartphone detox. So I took my smartphone away from my like a week when I was at uni. And I used this little Nokia brick phone oh wow just to call my mum because she's the only person that wants to know where I am. Amazing. And it was amazing, guys. <clears throat> I had so much time. That's probably more practical, actually. Because I do need it, it to really kind of... Cool. But phone. you said just for 24 hours. so You could yeah, do it so in 24 hours.
0: But yeah, that's what, that's what's on my mind. It I is know. amazing.
1: I had Everyone a should do
2: it. forceful um, phone detox a couple of weeks ago when my iPhone broke. So I had to use my um, work phone. And my work phone isn't that great. And I don't have all of my apps on it. Um, And it's so crazy how I literally don't know any of my passwords to anything. And I spent a whole day forgetting all the passwords and resetting them from several emails.
0: Wow. Yeah, so that's what has been on our minds. And on that note, I'm going to wrap up. Thank you guys so much for listening to our episode today. Bye. Adios. Bye.